Check out Ty Herndon's new album, Jacob, streaming everywhere now. Hey guys, I'm Ty Herndon, and this is Soundboard, my podcast in partnership with Pivotal Moments Media. We invite you to listen in as we talk with my fellow artists about how they turn down the negative voices and turn up the positive ones in order to achieve their dreams and live healthy, happy, mentally fit lives. Welcome to the conversation. Holy cow, Michael Ray. Hi, buddy. <laughs> Hi, bud. See you, man. I'm doing so good. I just, uh, you know, it's a gorgeous day here in Nashville, Tennessee, and I get to sit down and talk to my friend about uh, about all your amazing uh, positive energy. You always have it, man, and I just love it so much. One of the reasons I wanted to talk to you today, and uh, thank you for being here, man. Thank you. I appreciate the time. Yeah, I love, uh, you know, I love being able to talk about this type of stuff. I think now more than ever, it's important to, you know, just uh, for people to to know that they're not alone in a lot of stuff. And, uh, you know, especially in the last couple of years, the way things have been, you know, I think it's important that we all talk. Absolutely, man. I always say check on your neighbors and open your mouth and talk for sure. <laughs> I, I got the gift of gab. I talk too much. But hey, listen, <laughs> I just congratulations on Whiskey and Rain, man. No, number one, you know, I keep up with you. I know what's going on with you because I, 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 I always feel invested in my friends and my brothers, you know, and my sisters. And it just uh, it's, it's amazing. And uh, so, listen, at this point in the game, you know, I've, I've, I've been there, done that. And it's just such a, a, a cool experience. But how, how does it how, how does it feel every time that that that, that little chart hits number one? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you know how it is, man, that that. Especially, you know, I try not to really, well, I tried to just be, a, a, you know, work hard with my team, especially my radio team as a climbing, and I try not to look for a long time because, <laughs> you know, and like before you know, bro, you you will, it, I mean, it'll, it'll consume your everything, you know, and you'll look, why, well, why is it here? Why are we here? You know, you just got to trust your team and know that they're, they're the pros for a reason, and if everybody's doing their job right, just staying in their lane, we'll all get there at some point, you know, so I try not to watch <laughs> You know, hopefully, you know, God blesses us with the top 10, you know, about the top 10. I start watching and start really looking and then going, oh, OK, this is something that we could really get <laughs> here, you know. Um, yeah. And so I'm not distressed about it too much. But, man, it's it's hard, man. It's it's so hard. And it's it's it, it take, especially, man, we, we recorded this song during quarantine in the closet of my tour manager at the time, his house. You know, none of the musicians were in the same. I love that. Like, I mean, <laughs> It was literally we 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 had a videographer come in. Dave would come in and and record it because we're like, dude, we're. I mean, yes, this is absolutely insane what we're living through, but this is history, you know. Like this stuff that we hopefully will look back on it, and the way that we were recording songs and, and making it happen. So the whole process of this song was not normal, and then we couldn't yeah. tour, we couldn't promote. We can't. So it's like it's hard enough when you can do all this stuff, and then all of a sudden you can't. So it, I think it just made this song the journey of it really hit me whenever it went number one you know all the time all the effort all the you know the the countless hours that my team spent without me even knowing just trying to make it happen you know and it was special all of them are special but i think this one my my might be my 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 one you know so i love that you are making new rules during a hard time man so i have a question um we've got so many great friends out there in country radio did you still have to do the 5 30 a.m calls Oh yeah, man. Yeah, well, and that, now it's like Zoom. Now it was, it was like now that was the only thing you could do was talk virtually or on the phone, you know. So there was no in person, in person hangs. And I'm somebody where I'd rather be in person. So it was, it was. Yeah, you know, we just had to do what we had to do. You know, sometimes you'd have those 
five o'clock a.m. calls and, and make it happen. Luckily, like you said, we got a lot of friends in radio. You you develop more friends as you grow uh, in this business. So, yeah. uh, you know, now the, the phone conversations are better now whenever you have a number, a hit on your hands than when you're not doing anything. <laughs> you're like, oh, man, I, I didn't really have anything happening right now. So I didn't know what to say. So thankfully, or else I'd have just been like, what have you been doing? Watching Netflix, sit on my couch, you know, like everybody else. Right. I know every show on Netflix. So question number two of that, um, I know you mentioned your team, and I love my team so much. Um, what kind of things do you do to keep your team positive? Um, you know, I think, especially during quarantine, I realized how much my my influence is on that, um, on my team, uh, and how how much I, you know, it's important for us in our positions and in anything that you do if you're in a – you know, I would say leadership role, you know, um, it's important to find your avenues to take care of yourself because it is true. The better you can be for yourself, the better you can be for your team. And I think I learned that not the hard way, but in a, you know, I'm somebody that sometimes needs to learn some things from being smacked in the face, you know? And so I think going through quarantine and being that way, <laughs> um, I pressed and I felt like I was putting that on my team in a lot of ways. And so they, they reversed the role a little bit, you know? And so I think sure. one of the I try to do is just constantly let them know how grateful I am, you know, for them and how, you know, it, they'll go their whole, they'll go they'll, a whole lifespan of a single and spend hours, you know, un, uncountless hours, uh, their own time, their own effort, their own money, everything to, to, to help a bunch of country boys dreams come true, you know, and, and, and never get really any recognition for it. Country boys, country boys dream come true. Sorry to interrupt you. That's a great song title, writing it down now. <laughs> But yeah, you know, so I just try to, you know, always, always keep a line of communication and hang out with them outside of work, you know, and like when we're in, like have that time where if somebody's out doing something like we'll hit each other up and if we can just get together uh, and check on each other, you know, I really do feel like I have a team and I have done this uh, where we've talked about real life stuff and I don't know that many artists can say that, you know, I've, I know I have a team of people that I can come to if needed and they can come to me if needed in in a real way, not just a surface level job way you absolutely know, uh, man i always think it's um with, with my own experience I, I like to know my teams if they their kids names and their grandmother's name because i always tell them like i never know when i'm going to need to call your mama that's why i got a child psychology degree just for my band <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hey listen i want to dive on into this new single because man um a, a preacher selling moonshine. What? It's what? A, what? A, and the video is amazing. I know you did that in your hometown. Um, but I, I want you to tell us a little bit about that. And uh, you know, my great grandfather, you know, peddled moonshine. So you know, I, I, and my other great grandfather was a stop on the Underground Railroad. You know, uh, so it was just you know in the small towns. So tell me, uh, did you did did you come up with this concept? Uh, tell me about the the whole. Tell me it all. <laughs> I want to know. Um, yeah. You know, making of this record, again, you know, during quarantine, it was like, I think a lot of us were faced with reflecting and what we had we done. Are we proud of it completely? You know, is this how we want to do the next part of this? It kind of was like a reset for a lot of us. And I think for me, it was in a lot of ways. And and so I think in that moment, I was like, man, when I came to Nashville, country music was kind of changing. It wasn't really what I grew up on. It wasn't what I was playing. And in a way, I felt like I didn't know where I fit in. So I was just trying to be whatever was to fit in, you know, and with success, yeah. grateful for with that was also like, man, I just don't really, f- I feel like I'm just playing the game a little bit. You know, I feel like I'm just saying, 
all right, yeah, because I don't want to ruffle the feathers. But then as you grow, you realize ruffling the feathers means you're you're making that dream of yours come true. And that's what that team is there for, you know. <laughs> so during that time, I was I realized, you know what? You know, that old saying, I can't remember. There was an artist that said, you know, I'd rather I'd rather fail on my own. You know, I'd rather it, let it be my fault that I failed than than me saying this mm-hmm. and deal with that, at, you know, at another time in life when you can't go back and go, shit, man, I w- really wish I would have done this my way. I wish I would have said something. Maybe it would have changed. And so I kind of joke about it. I go, my team, it was like my team was waiting for me to have this kind of epiphany. You know, I was like, hey, I, you know, I, listen, I've been feeling like I've been trying to fit this thing and it's not me. Like, this is me. Like, can we, I just want to do this. I want to play real country music. I want to, I love country radio. I love country music. I love everything about it. I've been, I, I've been brought up in it my whole life. Like this is, I, I'm a, I'm a fan of it. I love it. And this is what I want to do. And, and it was just like, they were like, thank God, you know, and like, let's, and it's like everything kind of rolled. So I had these songs yeah. that I wanted to have on this record, whether I'd written them or not. Yeah. You know, I've all, I love country music. I love the history. I love the stories. That's what made me fall in love with it was, was those story songs. Even a lot of those songs I grew up listening to, that I didn't know the story. I didn't understand it. I still love the stories. There's this mini movie that you could close your eyes and, and see the whole movie in your head. And, and you're so invested in these characters that you, you listen to the whole song. And then just like a great movie, you listen to it over and over. And those songs never get old. And those story songs still today, that's why they're still big. You know, it's like people, yeah. they, great. That's the same reason why you watch Dumb and Dumber a thousand times and you'll watch it a thousand. <laughs> you know, like all the, you know, your favorite movie. I, mean, my, I, I love Rocky series. I've seen those series. I can't even count how many times. But I, if I'm on the bus, I'm probably watching that. You know, like still to this, yeah. Like even it though I know, strong, yeah, I know how it ends. I know how it works. So I wanted that type of. I wanted that old story song. I wanted that that and and I wanted it. I, I just had this. I wanted a good swampy Florida old bluesy Southern rock type of just something we hadn't done before, but something that I was raised in. You know, and so so this song came across, and immediately I fell in love with it, and immediately. I said, you know, I, if this song is a single, which I, I it, it was one of those songs that you heard and you were like, this would be a single. You like this. Yeah. It, this is one of our ones that we have to be, you know, we've, 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 we've this is our, our mark. You don't, you don't know this, but with my, with my friends that are, you know, uh, being successful in country music, I am in radio promotion because I know a lot of radio guys. I always call and say, are you playing that Michael Ray? You playing that Michael Ray song? <laughs> you playing it, man? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm bad about that. Be honest. A few folks yeah. would tell you that, but I think one of the, I want to ask you this question. I know when you came to town, you came to town and you were like, can I do this? You know, am I good enough? Uh, I think like every artist goes through that, man. And and I think when I first met you, you were, you know, you, you were at an event and I came over and said, man, I really, really love, love your record right now. And, you know, for yeah. those of us that are in the business, you know, we're probably not going to say that to you unless it's true, you know, and I did, right. yeah. I did love your record and, um, and you've just, you've, You've gone on to, to 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 have number one records. You're you're filling up, you know, stadiums. Listen, was there a moment? I always like to say, I listen to the whisper and follow the breadcrumbs. Um, and as we grow, that I think that we come and in, get in tune with that. As, was there a moment um, that maybe that whisper said, "You can do this"? Was there a pivotal moment that 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 kind of moved you forward? Yeah, man. I you know I think there was a few, but but my consistent pivotal moment you know like you know how this business is it's like there's these little things man and i and it has to be god like it has to be that it has to be there's nothing 
there's no there's no other way to explain it you know like it was like at the end of my rope with it when i was living in a two-bedroom bath with five buddies driving my tour van like you know so many like one time we were going to Gainesville Florida dude I think we might have been making 150 bucks driving from Tennessee living in a two-bedroom with all these dudes living on whatever we could eat driving a trailer that my uncle my great uncle who had passed away just for that let us use that was bigger than the car I was driving you know it blew a tire I used the 200 I had in my name to buy the tire and I decided to get to Gainesville and when we got there there might have been 15 people there we brought six of them in the van you know so it was like it, it was you know it was all those moments man that i would man. i would god it, it, there's no way i know it's hard like i know it's hard but there's no way it's this hard like is this something i need to you know what do we do i didn't know how to really meet people in nashville you know i didn't know how to do all that yeah. and but those little pivotal moments was like there was always something that made me that would grab me there was like this little hope that you know like a meeting, you know, I mean, literally, Ty, I'd be on the phone with my dad or my grandpa, you know, he was alive at the time, like in damn near tears, you know, just going like, I don't know what the hell to do, man. Yeah. Like I'm strong. You know. I feel like I'm taking two steps up and then I take five back and I don't know how to make this happen. BMI, you know, BMI would ask me to do something or I would meet a songwriter or I would meet or a meeting would pop up, you know, or something. It was these little things to be like, okay, that's the only, that was the only little a bit of hope I needed, you know, it was this little light and I was like, boom, got it. Okay. And that would keep me until yeah. the next moment of having to call family and friends going, I don't know. And, and man, Ty, I feel sometimes I felt weird saying this because, but everybody's journey is different, you know, but like I didn't yeah. come my town, wrap their arms around me from a, from 15 playing bars from high school playing bars, you know? So <laughs> I, this net, you know, this like, and if anything, I should have been like, hell yeah, I can do whatever. But instead it was like this, okay, I feel like I can do it. I feel like these people feel like I can do it. And that helped me a lot to having that love. And of course, you know, knowing that people support you, that hometown support is, is, is a real thing. But then you're like, man, is it worth this? Is it worth all the years? You know, that you wait, stress and, the, you know, and then there's yeah. a little, so I think my pivotal moments were little pivotal moments that have been set out, you know, uh, uh, because that's the only thing I can think Word. of, man. There are moments where I wanted to quit, but something little would pop up and I'd hold on to it. Man, I relate to that so much because my first tour bus was an old Sunbeam bread truck that my dad welded seats into. And <laughs> we were riding up and down the road in that. And then when I first started playing in Texas, you know, we had we had a some beat up old limo that we would travel the 12 hours from Nashville to and it always breaking down. I have a recording. I have I have a recording where this I stopped and knocked on this lady's door, and and I said I need a universal joint. I said you she wouldn't open the door. I said but just call this number and tell them to bring a hammer and a universal joint. So that became a <laughs> that became a huge thing. It was like Tiny's a hammer and a universal joint. I still do. So so I have a tendency to talk too much. This is about you. Listen. Um, so um, I, you know, this this show is called Soundboard. And I've been so excited to do it. Um, um, this, this amazing company uh, called you know, Pivotal Moments that I work with and get to do this. And we're all about turning up the positive voices and turning down the negative. Now, listen, you know, I, I know you've been through some stuff. I know that I've been through some stuff. Um, and we have to get our footing, man. And those negative voices can sure take over. So what, what, what do you meditate? What do you do, man, just to sit down in the morning and go, okay, get the hell out of here, negative voices. I need to turn up the positive. Do you, do you, do you, how do you do that? 
Yeah, man, you know, it, you know, it is tough. And I think what I've learned over the last couple of years is again, like I said before, is keeping yourself first and the things that you need to make sure, make that time, just like you would eat, you know, when your, when your body's hungry, it, it, you feed it. Right. So like for yeah. me, you know, and I think it's just being a, being a guy from the South, you know, it's, it's we're built and bred to be the men. We're built to be this, you know, and like if, if something bothers yeah. you, push it back, push it back. Well, a bucket can only hold so much water, you know, and your body can only hold so much stuff. And sometimes hopefully you figure that out before big medical things can happen, you know, because stress is a number one cause for so many massive, you know, cancer, heart failure. I mean, you name it, you know, it's, and it all starts from this. And we, we live in a world that is just, we're pounding stress on us younger and younger, you know? And so we, I think that's why you're seeing a lot of this happen. Um, I'm younger. So what I learned in the past couple of years is that little time in the, mor- in the morning really means a lot for me. And, and if I can get up and just have, you know, even if it's 20 minutes, you know, I started taking cold showers at the beginning of the year. Um, and that's been something that I really do feel a big difference in. Um, I also take time to read my body in the morning. Um, and I just kind of go to the back because I really didn't know how to do that. You know, in the beginning, like I'm a Christian. I've been, you know, I I've, I've was raised a Christian, raised in the church. But, you know, in the last couple of years, I hadn't been the, you know, the, I, I didn't come to him with everything, you know, let, you know, being honest, had some anger towards him from some stuff, you know. And so it was like, you know, you and you go, all right, well, I've tried it pissed off at you. You know, that, that doesn't work. So, let you know, let, let's rekindle this thing, you know, let, let's do this. So, so uh you know, so I, but I realized, you know, when I go to the, cause I was like, I didn't know how to, what do I, what do you open? You know what I mean? Like what part of the Bible do you open today? You know? And so, but I would go to like what I was feeling, if I was feeling stressed, if I was feeling insecure, if I was feeling whatever. And I'd find that, you know, the part of the Bible that has those. And I read a few of those verses and spend time with that. And man, it really does just put your mind in a more positive space, you know? And, and, you know, I did some, I did some work at the beginning of the year, um, and I never done any work like that before, as far as like just really sure. trying to take care of yourself. And and man, it it just when you when you realize that we're all human beings that were raised by by no matter how great or how bad or whatever the home life was, you were raised by broken people who are just products of what they were come from, you know. And we're <laughs> generations of broken people that have been trying to make this thing happen, you know. So we we're not made to get it, but we're but we're put in a society where Ty, why don't you know this? Know it now. And if you don't know, we're gonna. Make Fun of you, you know. So now, as a kid, you're like, well, shit, I don't want to get made fun of, so uh, I lie, you know, or I'll make it look like this, or I'll do whatever. Yeah. And I think with that work, it helped me a lot, you know, to just kind of have that mindset of like, man, we're all just trying to figure, we're all just trying to make the most out of whatever the hell this thing is that we're doing, you know. And Michael, I love, I love that you. Just, you gave me another song idea. She gave me another song idea. I'm sorry to 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 to, um, to, to interrupt you again, man. You, a cold shower in Jesus. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta hear some of my buddies though that have, that have tried this cold shower method. I get a phone call. I thought I was gonna die, man. Why do you? How the hell do you do this thing like this? <laughs> I'm gonna try it now. I think I, I think it's brilliant. <laughs> do at least three or four minutes. It, it's it's not the funnest and definitely not the most flattering, but it, it works. I promise you. <laughs> man, I. Uh, um, I have been through a lot of trauma in my life. And one thing that I've learned, you said something so pivotal for me. And I just, you were a teacher for me just now. Um, you, you said that people that are around us are racist are just kind of victims of what they, of their trauma. And I know for me yeah. working through the stuff I've worked through this year are around a lot of abuse. Um, um, it was all about understanding that 
something happened to those people for those people to do that to me. And in and in that, I was able to find forgiveness um, and also forgiveness for myself. So um, it's been such a journey with that. And um, man, I I just love that you said that. You know, we're we're a little bit on the on the on the same page here with um, with 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 the healing process. Um, If you had to go back and 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 talk to uh, uh, let's say fourteen year old Michael Ray (laughs) from where. From where you're sitting right now, besides giving him a great big hug, <laughs> what, what would you say to him, man? Man, you know, I would, I would, I would say, you know, stop stressing about, you know, my parents went through a divorce that was pretty, pretty real, very heavy. You know, when I was eight years old, it caused a lot of trauma for me and my sister. You know, it caused a broken home in a bad way. You know, for many years, and and I think being in that, you know, as a kid, you you take even though, you know, my parents never was like, this is your fault. You know what I mean? It was never that thing. You do take responsibility for that. And there's this brokenness. There's this fear, you know, like I never really, we never really had a stable home, you know, like growing up, it was always, we were here and there. Well, man, that might be why I tore so easy now. You know, I've never, I've never really at one point, you know, one spot. So maybe that might be why, but, you know, but through those times, I think I would tell them, you know, to, to, to stop stressing that and that it all works out. You know, I think, I think during that age of a of a guy's life or, you know, I, I have sisters, I can't speak for, for women, but I can speak on what I witnessed with them, you know, and, you know, you're going through so much, your body's changing through so much, you know, as a, as a man, you're feeling this, this, you know, testosterone is coming through, you know, like, you know, all of a sudden when you're 14, you're, Oh, that girl's cute. Okay. Well, I, okay. Well now does she thinks, well, I mean, all, it starts changing and you want things now you worry about stuff. I would tell them to slow down, man. You know, it's all going to be good. It's all, it all works out. Stop, stop putting it all on your shoulders. You know, I still tell 10 year old little Ty that same thing, man, you know, and, and 10 year old little Ty's about yeah. turned 60 and, uh, and man, you know, I'm rocking the Clooney, man. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm giving it to George Clooney cause you know, I know I look good. <laughs> Shit, man. So I'm, I'm turning up those positive voices, you know, That's but, right. That's <laughs> right. so, um, I'm going to give you one, one final question here, my brother, because this has been great. You've given the audience, uh, so much information that's going to really help. And thank you for that. Thank you for being wide open. Um, so um, this is, this is kind of the big question of the, of the, of the, of the hour here. How does Michael Ray on a daily basis, besides cold showers, stay positive? <laughs> How do you stay positive, man? Cause you're one of the most positive people I know. Man, I think, you know, thank you for saying that. I try to be, you know, I'm not all the time. And I see a lot of, you know, but but I try to catch myself, you know, when you're not, when things, life throws you hard things, you know, um, it's easy to get down. Um, One, I just always, I I try to be as grateful as I can every day, every morning. You know, my grandpa, there's this, there's a saying I just saw in a movie and and it might be my new life quote. It's in the new Medea movie. And it says, uh, he says, uh, he says, the sun's going to come up tomorrow. And if it don't, you're dead. <laughs> and I was like, that is the best I've ever heard in my life. I was like, that is, that is life in general. Like, listen, you get another one tomorrow. And if you don't, you're going to, you're in a better place than here. You know what I mean? So, hey, like, but that, that quote, that might be my new, my new thing. I, I tell myself every morning, but you know, I just try, try to be grateful for things, man. I think I look back on, on life and, and I look back on just understand too, that life's a journey, man. You're not meant to get it. You don't read a book. And, and, you know, you don't start a book and then do a full book report after the first chapter. You know, you got to read every chapter. You got to go into it. You got to understand it. There's ups and downs. There's web and flows. You're not going to perfect. You're going to screw up. You're going to piss somebody off. 
and vice versa. It's going to happen, right? Now you're going to try to put a few and far between and then it happens, fix it. And everybody grows, you know, and makes yourself better. You know, I think the biggest thing that people can do is just be happy that we're alive and, and lead by example, you know, and, and I just try to, like I said, I just try to be grateful for it, man. And, and know that people show up to hear me play country music and that still blows my mind. So as long as I'll show up, I'll keep coming. <laughs> I promise you, I'm going to keep showing up, man. I'm a huge fan. And I'm a fan of your life as well. And, 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 uh, and Tyler Perry, where's that motivational book? Cause I just watched that movie this like last night. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, when he said that, I was like, that is the best quote. I've, the sun will come up tomorrow. And if it doesn't, you're dead. <laughs> you're dead. Michael Ray, I love you so much. Thank you for your time today, man. You're brilliant as always. I love you, buddy. Hey, man. Love you, buddy. Appreciate the time. And I'll be watching that chart for the next number one. Holy water. That's hey. it, man. <laughs> See you guys. See you, man. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Soundboard. I'm Ty Herndon, reminding you to turn down the negative and turn up the positive on the soundboards of your own life.